Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Colleen Benson Homes team with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Thanks for being with us today on Keeping It Real Estate. Walter Storholt here with Colleen Benson. If you're new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Colleen. She is, of course, the team leader and principal broker at Colleen Benson Homes Team with Keller Williams, serving you throughout the greater Salem area and beyond. She and the team have helped more than 300 folks buy or sell their home in the past three years, and they're the number one Keller Williams team in the Salem office. And uh, Colleen's been in this business for more than 20 years now, uses that expertise and that experience uh, each and every single day to help folks close on their homes, find their dream homes, and make sure that they have successful home sales as well. And if you check out Zillow.com, you're going to find more than 55-star reviews of Colleen's service record. And you get to hear straight from the horse's mouth what it's like to work with Colleen from those folks who have left reviews. So that's very helpful to check out as well. If you want to work with Colleen or ask her some real estate questions of your own, you can do that by calling or texting 503-830-9467. That's a 503 area code 830-9467. Colleen, we all want to get a good deal when we buy a home. I mean, sure, we want the home of our dreams, but if we can get it for a steal, isn't that the ultimate win-win? Well, yeah, everybody loves a bargain, right? That's right, exactly. But can that pursuit of the perfect bargain home backfire if you're not careful? I want to explore some of the ways that buyers have maybe shot themselves in the feet in the past by making key mistakes because specifically they're hunting for that bargain buy and they might be losing sight of some more important pieces of the equation. I'll start with one. Are you seeing this in your area as much these days? I feel like every listing that came out was a short sale or a foreclosure, you know, probably five or six years ago maybe, but now it seems like a less popular thing to be happening. But if you assume that buying a short sale or a foreclosure is automatically a good deal, you might be making a mistake right off the bat. Absolutely. So people, I do have buyers come to me and say, hey, I want to buy a foreclosure. And my first question to them is, why? You know, tell me more. What are your reasons? Just because I want to gain a little bit of insight as to what their reasoning is behind that, because there's a misperception that a foreclosure is a wholesale price. And in this market with limited inventory and um, strong sellers market, even the bank owned properties you know, they're really selling at fair re- retail market value for the most part. Um, if they are underpriced or more towards a wholesale price, the bidding wars bring it right up to retail market value because there's so many offers coming in, everyone looking for that great deal, uh, online bidding, and then it ends up selling for, you know, what market retail value would be on that anyways. Yeah, I think it's, I just remember when we were looking for homes, uh, not this most recent home purchase, but, you know, six, seven years ago, that first home that we purchased, uh, I'd see these homes come across. I'm like, oh my God, this is in my price range. This is amazing. And then there would always be a catch with every single one of those homes that came through that was a foreclosure that looked too good to be true. They almost all were, right? (laughs) Yes. If it looks, and I tell my buyers that if it looks too good to be true, it is in this market. You know, and most of those foreclosed homes, if if they look too good to be true, they're probably cash only. They you probably feel like you could, you know, blow on them and they'd fall down. 
So it's just it's I'll not huff a and home. I'll puff and I'll blow your foreclosure exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not a home that they're really looking for as an as a purchase for primary residents. Isn't the other side of that equation too that you'll have for, foreclosures may be listed low to begin with, but actually because they're so low, it's going to generate a ton of interest, and the actual finishing price may be much higher than exactly. than the starting point. And or, yeah. or isn't there another thing where agents list them um, before you even find out really from the bank what the official list price is? Some agents will list it low just to get interest generated in the property early. Um, I think sometimes they price low just to create that. You know, I've done it. It's a strategy. Okay. Um, and not even just with foreclosures, just in general. If you slightly underprice a home, you will get more interest depending on the price range. So there, there's very strategic ways about this. And I would talk to anybody about it on a one on one basis. But just for standard sake on the radio here, um, if you underprice a home a little bit, you know, there's a strategy that you will get multiple offers and the the market's going to bear the price. So the buyers out there that are willing to pay a little bit more to secure that home and get it under contract, that's what the house is going to sell for. So okay. it, it the, the bargain is a misconception. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just that's, that's the mistake. The bargain hunting mistake is just assuming that a foreclosure or short sale is going to automatically be a good deal. doesn't mean that you won't end up in the property and that it will work out. It just means don't assume that it's you're getting a great deal just because it has that label to it. That's the takeaway. Mm-hmm. It could also be a bargain hunting mistake if you make big compromises just to score a deal. I'm sure you've seen lots of examples of this, Colleen. Well, if you compromise, if you're buying a money pit, you have to understand, you know, you, you might have got that house for less you know dollar per square foot what is it really going to take to put into it to make it where it's comfortable for you to live in yeah it's a really good point it doesn't have to necessarily even come down to the repairs type situation here like maybe well this house is such a good deal but you compromise on something as simple as well i don't know let's say you wanted to be you know within walking distance to the school but you found a really good bargain on a home that's you know 15 miles away from the school and you get into it and you're like oh you know we really compromised on that thing that was really important to us Yes. Another thing around here is the railroad tracks. If you've got railroad tracks in your backyard, you know, that house might be a little discounted, but and is that something you are willing to live with? <laughs> hmm. Is that a compromise you can make? Yes, exactly. exactly. The other mistake that we see in bargain hunting folks often is, uh, and I think you see this one more often than I, at least maybe you'd realize, would be coveting the belongings of the owner that don't normally convey in the sale like walking around oh i like your butcher block oh that's a nice tv let's throw that into the sale and oh they don't want this ping pong table i'm sure let's get that too (laughs) oh yeah that's that's just educating the client you know um you can't write typically you can't write in their personal belongings once in a while a hot tub or a pool table or something but um to keep things clean in our industry and the standards that we practice those things go on a bill of sale. If the seller's willing to sell and the buyer's willing to buy, we will keep that out of the real estate transaction and, and we'll put it on a bill of sale. Yeah, that, so really the idea is handle it outside the... Outside of escrow. The normal, mm-hmm. outside of escrow, because banks don't really like seeing all that stuff. Right? No, they don't. Yeah, okay, so just keep that I, I wrote a cow into an offer once. Wait, what? <laughs> hit hit the reverse button. You wrote a cow into an offer? Yeah, and I just moved to Salem. You know, I was selling a lot of homes in the Portland Hills and urban. And so, you know, I move out here to Salem and I'm learning about wells and acreage. And um, 
So if you have a cow, I don't know exactly, but if you have a cow, there's some law you can get, a, what's it called, on your taxes. You can get a deferred tax credit or you okay. can get a lower mm-hmm. tax. So the, the buyers wanted to write in the cow to keep that tax deferral. So we did and it worked. Wow. That is impressive. I'm having a cow just hearing your story about having a cat. Okay, that was a bad joke. Um, wow, how about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, does, the, does the cow convey? I'm going to ask that next time I'm viewing a home several years from now. Does the cow convey? Yes. Uh, do, does, this, does, the, does the house cat convey? Can we, can we negotiate that into the deal? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Bargain hunting mistakes with Colleen Benson. That's what we're talking about today here on Keeping It Real Estate. Glad you're with us. Learning all the ins and outs when it comes to buying and selling homes. And then we do get to the repair situation, Colleen. If you're looking for a bargain hunt uh, type home, it may be one that is a fixer-upper. But you still need to be careful with making unreasonable repair requests. So, yes, right now when we're in a seller's market, well, we're in a buyer's market too. That's the great thing is buyers out there, hey, you got great interest rates going on and home prices are where where they're supposed to be. They're not in a bubble. They're not going up like crazy. They're staying and selling for market value right now, which is good for everybody, sellers and buyers. But the thing is, buyers aren't really getting a whole lot of extras. So keep that in mind when you're negotiating repairs. Most likely that seller may have a backup offer or if the deal falls apart over repair negotiations, the seller knows they can go back on market and get another offer pretty quickly. So when you're requesting repairs as a buyer, let's be reasonable about what's a deal killer to you and not be asking for a bunch of extras from the seller. Great point, Colleen. And another one to throw in here as well. Uh, Last but not least, bargain hunting mistake is not working with an agent, going at it alone. Why do people try to do that? I'm not sure. Maybe they think they can get a better deal, but... It's a deadly mistake. Um, home buyers, the number one thing is buying a home with representation. It doesn't cost the buyer anything. It is, you know, this, the, the buyer's agent gets paid out of closing. So if you're thinking about buying a home, find an agent that you're going to enjoy working with because you're, you're going to be working with them. It's a couple months relationship at least. And and let them work for you because they are representing your best interest and the the agent gets paid out of the closing of the sale and so the buyer does not pay anything out of pocket for their own representation. Yeah, it's a great point. You've got free representation there for you. Utilize that advice, guidance, and experience to help you get through that part of the process. And uh, if you're looking to buy a home here in the area, great way to learn about the process to learn about what that representation gets you to be reminded of the steps you need to know you can tap into the great starter guide that uh, colleen and her team have put together just text the word or the phrase buy a home to 55222 and you can learn more about the buying process that way we'll text you right back with that buying guide with those starting steps a great resource to utilize just text the phrase buy a home 
to 55222. And you can learn more about the process by doing that. If you've got questions for Colleen, want to check out the team online or search for homes, you can do that on ColleenBensonHomes.com. That's ColleenBensonHomes.com. Or communicate directly with Colleen one-on-one. If you've got some more in-depth questions you want to cover, call or text Colleen at 503-830-9467. That'll put you in touch with her. 503-830-9467. Those are some things to be thinking about if you're looking to uh, kind of bargain buy your next home. Don't make some of those common mistakes uh, when you're going through that part of the process. Lots more to talk about on today's show, so stick around. This is Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Lenders, estimates, due diligence, inspections. It's easy to get lost in the details along the path to buying or selling. Keep listening to Keeping It Real Estate. Well, it's time to stage this house with Colleen Benson, taking a look at that really important part of the selling process Uh, here on Stage This House. We always cover the uh, ins and outs of making your home look good for those buyers coming through and looking at your home. My question for you this week, Colleen, how much should I spend to have a professional stage my home? Well, that's a great question. And it usually depends on, you know, how many rooms, how big your home is. Um, I'd love to come out and see your home, of course, and let you know what I think about how it's staged. And if you do need a professional stager, or maybe you just need a couple of rearranged, uh, rearranged furniture ideas. So if you do choose to have a vacant home professionally staged, it usually runs, well, I think setup is about, it could be anywhere from 1500 to 2500 and then every month your furn- the, the staging furniture is in the home. It's an additional rental of between 400 and $1,000. So it can get pretty expensive, Walter. But when you look at the time on market and what you're paying on your mortgage on a vacant home, it really does pay off. It's interesting to look at those different kind of offerings like, you know, staging a home and how much you spend on it. But that answer could also be zero, right? If you want to stage a home doesn't necessarily have to mean putting new furniture in. It can mean some simple solutions, too. Yes, absolutely. And we do have a storage unit full of of staging things. And so we're well, you know, we're willing to help stage a home without the big furniture. If you just need a little bit of help or something, color spots for photos is always good. Um, We can help you with that. Great point. It's just part of our service. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how you can uh, certainly uh, stage your house using that service. Or, yeah, you do have the option of the professional stagers if your property deems that to be necessary. If you need more information about what that looks like, you can always get in touch with Colleen Benson. Talk to her about selling your home, where staging enters that equation, all that good stuff. Call or text Colleen at 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. And always online at Colleen Benson. BensonHomes.com. That's ColleenBensonHomes.com. More coming up on today's show. That's Stage This House, and there's more on the way. This is Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Well, we're getting ready to wrap things up this week on Keeping It Real Estate. Walter Storholt alongside Colleen Benson, your team leader and principal broker at Colleen Benson Homes Team, serving you throughout the greater Salem area and beyond. What does the beyond mean? Well, it means the Willamette Valley, Portland, Bend, the Oregon Coast, and everywhere in between. If you want to get in touch with Colleen, talk to her about buying or selling your next home, you can call or text Colleen at 503 
503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Or if you want to ask a question online, you can do that on ColleenBensonHomes.com or on social media at Colleen Benson Homes Team on Facebook and Instagram. And we might feature one of your questions on a future show, just like this one from Frank in Sunnyside. Frank says, Colleen, my home is about 20 years old. I need to sell it this year. It's developed some pretty significant foundation cracks. I don't really have the budget to fix them. How can we tell if it's a serious issue? And does this hurt my chances of selling the home for a decent price? So foundation cracks, kind of a problem in this neck of the woods because most cracks are, you know, small expansion cracks that should not pose a problem. And they come from the concrete expanding and contracting as the seasons change. So cracks in a driveway, cracks in foundation are pretty normal. Um, However, without being there in person and understanding all the factors involved, you know, we can't say, I can't say whether you should be worried about this particular crack. What I can tell you is if it is a problem, um, we have the ability to have a foundation specialist come fix it for you and be paid out of escrow. So that could be a solution, Frank, for the budget. You know, let's get your home on market. Let's get it through repairs and, and get it handled. If you have a foundational issue, let's get it fixed because that's an important thing to fix. And we can talk about a budget for it and how it could be paid out of the closing, out of the proceeds of your sale. So some couple of different things that I guess are options there. And it, don't freak out, Frank. It may not be the most serious thing in the world. Exactly. What is, what is a big foundation crack to one person may not meet the definition of that to the next person, right? So, and honestly, I'm, you know, I've had deals fall apart because of foundation issues. And let's just handle them up front. Let's just find out what mm-hmm. it's going to cost. Because chances are it's not as expensive as somebody's going to think. And if we can offer you know what the cost is to a potential buyer i think that's just a win-win lets them know exactly you know what we're negotiating here and we're being forthcoming about the issue so um all in all best way to handle it love to meet you talk you through that and what that looks like and what you know further things we can do to help you thanks for the question frank and if you are in frank's shoes maybe not with the foundation crack but looking to sell your home in the near future one more time before we wrap up today's show in case you've just joined us want to remind you of that great tool that colleen and her team have put together specifically for home sellers here in the Pacific Northwest, throughout the greater Salem area and the Willamette Valley. It's the find out the value of your home in today's market tool. Uh, what might you be able to sell your home for if you were to list it right now? What is that going to you know, translate into? How many dollars will be in your pocket for you to move and take with you to your next home or your next living situation? And that's all the really important questions that you need to have answered when you kind of start that home selling process. And Colleen has put together this cool tool that keeps you updated, right? Colleen, is the value of your home changes over time this tool keeps yeah, you updated on you, stuff like yeah, that yeah we'll keep um sending you just a little update to your email um it's it's not gonna you know invade your phone or anything um just to let you know hey the the value of your home has changed check it out click here it's a uh, a virus-free home value estimate how about that <laughs> exactly we are not here to harass you just just trying to give you the information you need and um, help you make decisions absolutely other cool thing too is it uses local data 
to provide this estimate for you. So it's more accurate than Zillow because local comps are going to be used in the estimate of that potential home value. So if you want to find out what your home is worth in today's market, you can uh, get an initial estimate by texting the word listing to the number 55222. Again, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 55222. We'll text you right back with the information that you then need to know to find out that home value. One more time, just text the word listing to the number 55222. Well, Colleen, that's it for this week's show. As always, a lot of fun chatting with you, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Walter. Have a wonderful week. See you next hope, week. Hope you're 100% recovered from the sniffles and sniffles and being under the weather next week. Yeah, and my team. I need them back. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. Get everybody back up to 100%. Well, have a great week. And until then, thanks for joining us. For Colleen, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Keeping It Real Estate.